One hand on a tower of crystal geyser water bottles, the other hand on a tower of C4. Gatorades to my right, random miscellaneous pre-workouts to my left, and deep, deep, deep inside of James. We were getting reckless. I mean, it was one thing to even be having sex at work after hours, but fucking him in the supply closet during peak hours was a little beyond me and a little beyond him. But having to work around him all day, having to be around him and to see him and for him to see me, like, we just couldn't help it. We couldn't help it. I called one of the janitors to watch the desk while I restocked the fridge. All I had to do was give a glance at James and he would follow me anywhere. Honestly, in the supply closet with everybody around outside and trying to be quiet, like it was one of the best experiences that I've ever had. I was freaked out for sure, but it was worth it. Me and James were having sex every single day. And... It's hard for me to say this, but I'm starting to have feelings for him at this point. Once he started opening up to me, telling me about how long he watched me, how long he had hoped that maybe one day we could do something like this. It was really, really a turn on for me. And on top of all of that, I've always really admired him as a person. I was going to say he's a really good person, but how good could he really be? I mean, he has a girlfriend, a girlfriend who does not approve of this, or at least we think probably wouldn't approve of this, at least according to James wouldn't approve of this. I don't know. I was working it all out. And I also had the weekend off this weekend. Like I said, there's perks of fucking the boss. Um, And I had planned to spend it with James. His girlfriend was out of town again, and he wanted some more time with his toys. He looked so perfect. Leaned over that case of waters. I mean, this perfect, firm ass with the dimples on the side, you know, the little dips. His button down, halfway down, pants around the ankles. It was a great uniform on him. And he always loved it when I tied his tie so that it was keeping his mouth open. I would tie it in his mouth and hold on to it as I railed him. The tie didn't fare so well, though. So when he was putting his clothes back on and getting presentable, I kept the tie for myself. It didn't look good back on him. It was kind of shredded. I was a little rough. I was rough. I was careless. And the refrigerator suffered for it. Because nothing got restocked. If you don't like it, tell my manager. (laughs) I could just 
stare at his quads all day. And like he he has he has like one of those bodies where like first of all everything's chiseled nicely, but it's covered in this short stubble light brown fur everywhere. All over his legs, all up his chest, down his arms, everywhere. It had gotten to the point where James and I were fucking multiple times a day. We fucked in the drink closet. We'd fuck in the FACP room. We'd fuck in the pool room. He would suck me at the desk right around closing time when members were still in the club. We couldn't keep our hands off of each other. And I was really looking forward to this weekend. I mean, the toys weren't really my thing. But just that nice one-on-one time where I didn't have to worry about somebody catching us. Oh, yeah. And the tanning beds, too. Gotta have the tanning beds. The doors actually lock on the tanning room, so that's cool. It was Friday afternoon, and I was just about to wrap up my shift when, lo and behold, Junior comes in. And I have to admit, Junior's looking really nice. Like, he's taking a lot better care of himself. He worked, um, he ended up getting a job with my friend um, who has the barbershop and he's been doing a good job. He's been um, working up his hours in order to get licensed or however it works. He's been, you know, cutting people's hair, trying to gain enough hours to get licensed. And it was really good to see him. I hadn't really spoken to him, you know, since that that day where... (sighs) I found out about Miguel getting back with Jessica. So it was good to see him. And I was happy that he could see me not broken. I felt not even just good about it. I felt like I had gained a little bit of my sense of strength back, my power back a little bit, whether that was true or not. It was cool to be able to smile and to laugh and to act like nothing was wrong. Because really, I felt great. I felt great. I wasn't, I wasn't even, I wasn't missing Miguel, at least not when I wasn't thinking about him. And I wasn't thinking about him all the time. Even though little things would remind me of him, little places, the shower room, when it's late at night and nobody else is around when I want somebody to walk me out to my car at night. But that's beside the point. Like, I wasn't walking around thinking about Miguel all day. So seeing Junior was nice. Um, And he invited me to come into the barbershop and get my hair cut. And I was thinking, hey, it's a great idea going into the weekend. I'll look nice for James. Um, So I went. It's a Friday night at this point. Tomorrow's Saturday. Um, I plan to spend the entire day with James. Um... And I arrive at the barbershop at Junior's place where Junior's um, studying, working to become a barber. And it's getting pretty empty because I know the shop's going to close pretty soon. I see my friend. We say, hey, what's up? Um, He says, you're in good hands. Junior knows what he's doing. Like, I trust this guy. He knows how to cut, Um, which is cool. So we shake hands. He leaves. And it's just me and Junior in the shop. And I'm not even thinking anything at this point. I'm not thinking like... I think the biggest concern on my mind is him confronting me again about what my relationship was with Miguel. Even though, like, he has to know. I know he knows. Like, I cried to him about it. 
it never actually came out of my mouth that we were doing anything. And it didn't really occur to me that in this one-on-one time and me being in this chair with my head half done, he can ask me whatever he wants. And it's going to be really difficult for me to just get up and go anywhere. There's some sports game on. I think it's like, I think it, I don't remember what it was. It, whatever it was they're watching, they were all pretty. He was he was into it. Um, I'm not really. I don't really follow any sports like at all, um, except water sports. No, I'm kidding. Um, I don't really follow any sports at all, um, and so I wasn't really paying attention. But he seems pretty fixed in on it. And there's a lull in the conversation as he's cutting my hair. And he then, you know, after the silence stretches, he reaches for the remote and turns the TV down. And he said, so I want to talk to you. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh, here we go. Here we go. And he says, you and my dad, um, what happened between you guys? And I just say, Junior, I really don't want to talk about it. Like, I don't think it's my place to talk about it. If you want to have this conversation, have it with your dad. Um, I'm not hiding who I am at this point. And I know that Junior already knows. I think he even saw us kiss that one time at the party. Um, But Junior, you know, he doesn't push me any further on it. He just gets quiet. He continues to cut and like his hands are so gentle and he's like lightly moving my head and lightly like just, I don't know. I don't know if it was between like the buzzing of the clippers, just that, that low drone or his light touches or something. I just became like entranced. Like I was, I was like in a trance and time just seemed to kind of stop as he's doing his thing. And then, right as he's about finished, I feel something rubbing against my arm. And I don't know if it's his leg or what. And I'm starting to think like, okay, don't look, don't look. Because if it's what you think it is, my resolve hasn't been the best. Like, you need to be careful. Like, do you really want to go down this road? And I look. And I'm looking at his pants, and he has a massive bulge, and he's rubbing it against my, he's rubbing it against my arm. And I just look down and I look up at him, and he's just like totally focused on my hair, you know, I mean, he knows what he's doing, but he's not making eye contact, and I'm like, "Junior, what are you doing?" And he just kind of smiles sheepishly. He's like, what are you talking about? I said, why are you bulging and rubbing your bulge against my arm? <laughs> and then he just laughs. He's like, I don't know, man. I think you're cute. I say very sternly, we'll knock it off and finish cutting my hair. And I see the look of like panic on his face. I don't know where this, this, attitude for me came from I was always kind of like not really shy but just I didn't I didn't really have a lot of pushback in me and I know that this forcefulness kind of surprised him he became embarrassed 
and quiet, and I let him finish cutting my hair. But I had plans. And when he was done, I looked. And honestly, bro knows what he's doing. He looked, I mean, he hooked me up. And I started to look at him. And I, I never really, I never really thought about him in that way. And I don't know, maybe it was because before, Junior was very much, he had a very much um, less kept up image, if you will. I don't really know how to explain it. But he just looked a lot more, just a lot more, his look looked a lot more on purpose now. And he really was a good looking guy. And honestly, he looked a lot like Miguel. Just longer hair, younger, skinnier, but gorgeous nonetheless. And I say, how much do I owe you? And he said, it's on the house. And I was, nonsense. I pulled out some money and I handed it to him. And he said, no, man, it's cool. I said, take it. You worked for it. You earned it. I was going to say I'm proud of you, but that was too close. I was proud of him. But I felt like if I said it, I wouldn't be able to do what I did next. He put the money in his pocket. And by the time he looked back up at me, I was already in his face. And I picked him up beneath his ass and I carried him to the back of the shop out of the view of the windows in the employee break space kind of area. And as we were on our way back, here comes the kissing. And I think he gave me the first kiss. Of course, I had him suspended in midair, so he knew it was up. It wasn't like it was a big breakthrough moment. And we're kissing. His lips are soft and sweet, like cinnamon. And his hair is like flowing over his face. And I'm pushing it back out of the way. And I'm pulling off his, that gown thing that they wear. And he's wearing a button up. And you know, my new thing is with the button ups. One snatch, buttons go flying everywhere. And he's like, I can see the look of like, almost panic in his face. Like he wasn't expecting this from me. And I just start undressing him. And I'm doing it like I would do James. I'm pretty rough, but at the same time, I'm not forcing it. I get the shirt off. I get the pants off. And I hoist him up in the air so that his hands can touch the ceiling. And he's like, his mouth is like wide open. Like, he's like, oh my God, I wasn't expecting this, basically. Like, that's the look on his face. He didn't actually say that. And then I just put my face in. Not in his ass totally, but like right in between in the tank area. And he is set off. Like, I know he's loving it. And he's already rock hard at this point. Built kind of like his dad, if you will. <laughs> um, and then I make my way 
to his deck and I give it a nice, soft caress up and down and up and down, all while he's suspending in the, suspended in one hand in the air. And like, then I start taking it full in, taking in the full length into my mouth, as much of it down as I can get. And he is just in pure, full ecstasy. Like, I've never seen Junior like this. But then again, of course, I've never seen Junior like this. Um, I set him back down on the ground and we begin to kiss some more. I'm rock hard at this point and I pull my stuff out and he just jumps on it. And I started to like slow him down, but I'm like, nah, let the dude do what he wants to do. If he's this eager, let him go at it. And he's going pretty fast. I like when they start slow because I don't like it to get too, you know, going too fast can make it a little less sensitive. Anyway, I'm letting him do what he wants to do. We're both horny and we're both going to make it happen right now. Um, I have condoms on me. I started with the condoms. I should have started with the condoms with Miguel, but I didn't. Um, but I did get checked. So thank you. Um, I pulled out some of my condoms and I put one on. And he's looking a little nervous, like, I don't think I can take it. And I just spun him around, and I held him from the back, and I kissed him on the neck. And I said, you can take it. And I looped it up. And slowly just started to put it in a little bit. And his legs start, like, squirming. He's, like, saying, oh, no, 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 I don't think I can take it. I don't think I can take it. And I said, are you sure? I gave him another kiss behind the neck. He said, I can try. And I said, okay. Once I got it fully in, I just let it kind of sit there. Let him open up just a little bit. And then I lost my patience. And I just started to fuck him. And I fucked him like deep and hard and he took it he took it and he had no problems taking it he was fine i know how to do it um but i was railing him for a good amount of time we fucked on the couch in all different types of positions i had him upside down head against the floor legs in the air while i stood on the couch and just pounded him straight down doggy style missionary any way i could think of And then, oh God, I started to feel, I don't know, not bad about it. I mean, it was cool. Me and Miguel weren't together anymore, but I started to think like, maybe this isn't, maybe I shouldn't. It was just. All I could see was Miguel. I was able to get, I was able to get him off. But I didn't get myself off. Somewhere in the fucking, in the deepness of it all, I remember him looking back at me and saying, 
Do me like you would do, my father. And it just, it just, it became too much. It became too much. Like I said, he got his, but I just had to, I had to back off. I remember getting, putting my clothes on and he said, is there something wrong? And I was like, no, nothing's wrong. I just, um, he was like, you love my father. I didn't have a verbal answer for that, but I think he saw it in my eyes. He walked over to me and he gave me another kiss on the lips and he said, have a good night. I said, you too. He said, text me when you're home safe. And all I could say was, I will. (laughs) 